Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope you're saying good. It's a nice night, a very nice day today. It's starting to turn to fall. You gotta love fall, right? My name is Charlotte. I'm gonna be your host for the next hour, and I've got a great show for you tonight. Christy Whitman is with us. She's gonna be talking about the laws of attraction and how to make that work for you, and also the Divine Council, which she speaks to or speaks through her, which should be interesting to talk about. Anyway, I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento. We are 45 strong up and down the state of California, so that means if you have a paranormal issue and you need help with it, we are here and we can get to you just about anywhere in California. Plus, we have branches in Oregon, Washington, Nevada, and Hawaii. Like I keep saying, I want to get to Hawaii someday and go set, I'm telling you. Anything to go to the islands, right? Take a little vacation. That's, the, that's my idea. Make the team work and I'll sit on the beach. Anyway, um, if you're watching from Facebook tonight, you like what you see. Please be sure to hit that follow button and follow us on follow us on Facebook because we're always looking for followers. And also hit that like button. Okay, we like to see likes. If you're watching from YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. And that subscribe button is down the bottom right hand corner. It's that little ghost you see with the magnifying glass, the Sherlock Holmes hat on. That's our mascot, and that will subscribe you to our videos where we have almost 470 videos sitting over there on different topics because we don't always do paranormal stuff. We do stuff like tonight and like last night when we talked with Harry Millen. All right. Anyway, um, I'm really excited about the guest tonight. So I'm going to bring her on and get started. And let's do this. Hello. Hello. It's so nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. I'm very excited to have our conversation. I understand that you saw me or heard me on another show mm -hmm. and asked me to come because you were intrigued by the Quantum Divine Council of Light. And um, so I'm happy to be here with you and I'm happy to bring them through too if, if you're wanting to ask them questions. So Fantastic. I can say honestly about it is that I've worked with people that channel before and I know when someone's put me on. <laughs> because I have worked and when I heard you on the other show you're you're the real deal oh thank you because your mannerisms change your voice gets lower you know it's it, that's just how it works for people that channel and I was really yes. impressed with that really impressed it's it's very odd for my husband when he sees me channeling he's like it's you but it's not you so yeah it's it's for sure real <laughs> I had somebody on my team that would give no warning that she was going to do it and she'd be walking across the floor. The first time I met her, she must have changed personalities like three times in this one haunted building. And being this, the, 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 the sarcastic and smart aleck as I was when I first started doing this, I looked at my filming partner and I said, we're, we're here with Sybil. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it really threw me for a loop. But um, yeah, but hearing you convince us, that's why I wanted to get you on because it's like you don't run into people that channel like that. You know what I mean? Because they can yeah. get really into doing that. Tell me about you. So I have been on my um, conscious spiritual path for about 28 years. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, raised in a very middle class Italian American Catholic family. Um, when I found myself graduated after college, I checked the boxes of all the things that I thought were going to make me happy, or at least were conditioned to believe that would make me happy. And I wasn't happy. And so I started to seek, I started asking bigger questions, you know, because I, I accomplished everything that I set out to accomplish at a young age. And so for me, it was like, if this isn't what, there's got to be something more to just getting stuff and, and, you know, having success in a career, getting married or all those things are great, but what's, what's deeper than that. And so that's when I, all these different situations and circumstances brought me to California where I met my meditation teacher. And she said to me, you know, first thing she ever said to me was you create your own reality. Now this is way before the internet is way before the secret came out. This is, you know, way before law of attraction was a, a term that most people now 
at least understand or, or have heard. And I had to start seeking and searching and learning about law of attraction and found that it's not just law of attraction. There's actually seven essential laws. There's more law, universal laws than that. But for me, it's like, ah, these are what make me understand how to make life work. It's like, <clears throat> excuse me, knowing the rules of a game, right? Mm -hmm. How successful are you going to be if you go and play baseball and you've never seen the game before and someone's trying to tell you what to do? Okay, hit the ball with the bat. And then, you know, you hit it and they're like, run and you run to third base, you're out, right? Mm -hmm. It makes sense to know this, how this game of life, if you will, works. Mm -hmm. And it works with energy and it works with vibration and it works with our focused vibration. It works with what we put our, you know, the different faculties that we have as human beings, like our mental faculty, what we imagine, what we see, what we literally conjure up in our minds, what we feel, what we get excited about or what we're looking forward to or what we're scared of, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's where I started looking at, wow, there's a difference in the way people think. And when she said, you create your own reality, I said, well, how? And she mm -hmm. said, by your thoughts, you're either bringing things, attracting things to you or repelling things away from you. And I started paying attention for the first time in my late thirties or late twenties to how I was thinking and really identified that, wait a minute, I'm not that thought that tells me I'm not enough. I can mm -hmm. challenge that thought. Right. And, and then like, where does that thought come from? And it led to all my studies and really what I teach, especially now with the council is that one of the laws that's really important for everybody to understand. And it goes with other laws is the law of sufficiency and abundance. Mm -hmm. We are, sufficient we are made sufficient there we we are made as part of our divine design to be abundant and nature has shown that you know tens of trillions of cells in our bodies we don't even most of us can't even understand or grasp in our minds what that even means how many galaxies are now out there mm -hmm. how many galaxies are out there we, we live in an abundant universe mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when we are thinking thoughts that oppose that abundance, such as lack, not enough, right. judging, criticizing, complaining, competing, fighting against, pushing against, all of that feels bad because it's coming from a lack perspective. So lack is on one side of the perspective, one side of the aspect of something on any given subject. There's lack, the, the I don't have it. And then there's the fulfillment of it, the abundance of it. And there's a different way that people think and what words we say are the words that we say start the whole creation process of what we even think. And then, of course, what we feel and what we believe and what we draw to ourselves. So if we're feeling bad on any given subject, that's what we're attracting. So I started paying attention to the perspective of abundance versus lack. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. I, I find this interesting. I find it all interesting. My father used to have a saying, and maybe it goes along with what you're talking about. His, his saying was always, if you wish hard enough and you hope hard enough, your dream will come true. And that was something that he said that worked for negative and positive. You know, if you focus on the negative, then that's what's going to happen to you. Yes, absolutely. I remember hearing a, a quote when I was younger and it was by Henry Ford. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And it's, and it's true. And so who determines if we can or can't? Mm -hmm. We do. We say, well, I can't, I can't, I just can't, I can't take it anymore. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, sure you right. can. You're choosing not, you're choosing to take it. Right. You have options. You have choices. What are those other options and choices? Because when you start to look for you're not stuck, you're it's not over. The, like, the sky is not falling. You haven't totally messed up. You, you know, you, you haven't used up all of your opportunities or chances in life. This moment has a fresh new moment to push the reset button, to shift 
your vibration to hold a different, a totally different energy, which then creates our outer reality. So as long as we're breathing, we get a second chance or a 20th chance or a hundredth chance. We have this moment right now to shift out of thinking negatively mm-hmm. into positively, thinking that we can't do something into what we can do, thinking about having faith instead of fear or worry, having moving forward in courage instead of being in fear. And all those are a very different way of thinking because when we're thinking as we are designed to think in the, in the sense of abundance, well-being, success, love, that's our divine design. Just like we have one nose, one mouth, you know, two ears, mm-hmm. we're, di- we're divinely designed for well-being. We have a body that when we get it out of the way of it, when our negative opposing resistant thoughts gets out of the way or the fear of, oh my God, am I going to get sick or this virus or this or that? We, when we are just feeling the well-being, our body knows how to just be and continue to vibrate in well-being. Mm-hmm. So that's how I started. I was a pharmaceutical rep mm-hmm. and I was learning about, you know, I attracted my ideal partner and my career and my body and I had money and I got to another place in my life where it's like, check, 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 got it all. I'm still not feeling passion. I'm, st- I'm still not feeling a sense of purpose. And then what I knew, obviously, was that all energy, whatever vibration we're looking to feel, that's what creates our outer reality. And a lot of times we have an idea of the form. It's got to look like that job or that career, or that person or that amount of money or you know that house or that car, whatever the outer thing is. Mm-hmm. We look at those things and go, I'm going to get that and then I'm going to feel. But how many times do we do that enough to get something go, wait, that didn't do it. Maybe it's a bigger amount of money. So you go and do more and do chase after that. And that still didn't do it. Maybe it's having a kid. Well, that didn't do it. Maybe I should have another one. Well, that didn't do it. You know, it's like we're chasing this, this level of fulfillment and level of energy when the energy exists right here and now depending on what we want to feel, abundant, free, success, well-being, all of that is available to us right now. And so I was playing with that. And I thought, well, if I'm feeling the lack of something, going back to what I was learning, what I still teach, if I'm feeling the lack of something, that means I'm pushing it away from me. I'm resisting it. So what would be the fulfillment? What would, a, what would passion and purpose feel like? Because For me, I didn't know what that felt like in my career. I would get motivated and driven and then I would lose my my steam. And then I would get motivated and driven and then I would lose my steam because I didn't have that passion and purpose. So I started bringing in. How do you bring in? Started resonating with, thinking about, visualizing, pretending, imagining, starting to open to the energy of what it feels like as a person that is already living on purpose and with passion in my career. Even though I didn't know what the form was. And within a month's time, uh, the council (laughs) started to come through. This is now 22 years ago. The council started coming through and talking to me about what I was going through in my life, which was having these perfect pictures having these ideas that it's got to look a certain way or else I was resistant about it. That's not perfect. I can't, I can't make a mistake because I have to be perfect. You know, all the stuff that comes with perfectionism and, and, you know, deciding not to go for a goal because you're not enough and, and all of that. Well, that goes against what we want to create. It goes against our divine design. And so that was something I was shifting in my life and the, the book came downloading through me, woke me up at 1.05 in the morning. All of a sudden, I started hearing this voice, and mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't mine. And mm-hmm. so I started hearing the first uh, sentence, the first paragraph, and I got up and just took a pen to paper and just started writing what I was hearing them say. So it was like I was getting communication from light from the council many years ago through my book. And then I was guided to get it published. And then I was guided to go speak on the contents. And then people started asking me back then, I lived in California at the time, Northern California, do you coach? Never heard of coaching before in my life. People get paid to do that. Wow. 
how do I sign up for that? Right. But I would help people. And what I was helping them do is I was helping them fine tune their energy, find their energy alignment, release the resistance that was causing them the fear or the worry or the disappointment or, you know, any of the blocks or any of that, helping them to release that. And then they would come back to me within hours, you know, days. Oh my gosh, I met the person. Oh my gosh, I got the promotion. Oh my gosh, I I, I got a check out of the blue for $50,000. Now I'm out of debt. I mean, just these crazy, incredible stories. And people were watching me at work rise to the top of my sales, you know, and creating all these different bonuses. And they were like, what are you doing? What are you doing differently? So Mm -hmm. I started coaching somebody on my team and I loved it so much. I just kept following my passion and my purpose. And then I started getting people in 2008, started getting people asking me, can you teach me to do what you do? Because it was so powerful. And I had four different people within four different days None of them knew each other, asked me to certify them to be a law of attraction coach. And I kept saying to them, I don't do that. And so finally, after the fourth person on the fourth day, I went, all right, I hear you. I am listening, surround sounded universe. I I hear the message. If I was going to create a law of attraction coaching program where people can get paid to help guide people back into alignment by applying the universal laws, what would I have to know or do? What would, I, what, what, what would I put it in? And I put, once again, pen to paper and the modules and the way it would be set up and the process through which teaching, I mean, all of it just came through hours, 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 just sitting there. Mm-hmm. And then the market, you know, so I started certifying coaches. So I've certified over 3000 law of attraction coaches through the Quantum Success Coaching Academy. And then kept growing and learning and expanding and leaning into this, this messaging, to this guidance. Mm-hmm. And one day, um, my hands went up. I was on a call. I was on the phone at this point. It was before Zooms and a lot of streaming. I think we had Skype back then. Right. And my hands went up on a call. And it, they went around what I saw was the woman's neck that I was talking to. And the woman said to me, now I was in Montreal, Canada at this time. We were not looking at each other. It was on the phone. She was, I believe in Seattle, Washington. And she said, did you just put your hands around my neck? And I said, yeah, I did. And she goes, I could feel the heat. So this is the first time I'm having now my hands do something very different. And I'm kind of watching them going, this is new, you know, and, and my hands are getting really, really hot. And so they're going around her neck. And then she says, I have had a stiff neck all day. And, and now it's totally gone, right? She's like, oh my gosh, what did you do? The next person I talked to on this call, because it was a group call, they say to me, tell her to go get her hips checked. And I'm resisting. I'm going, I'm not going to tell her. Why would I tell her? Tell, and they were insisting, tell her to go to a medical doctor and get her hips checked. And I'm fighting back and forth with them. Finally, they're like, tell her. And so I said, okay, Barbara, I am so sorry to tell you this, but don't kill the messenger. I literally am a messenger. I am hearing guidance for you that you need to go to the doctor and get your hips checked. And she said to me, why would I do that? I'm not in any pain. And I said, I don't know. They're telling me that. If I were you, follow the guidance. They're pretty persistent. Went to the doctor, found out she had cancer in her hips so early on that they were able to treat it. And it's now, I don't know, eight years, nine years later, and she's fully in remission. And, you know, so I kept paying attention to to moments and to opportunities to lean in like that. And about four years ago, I got a, over four years ago, I got a vision to create a sacred circle of light on Zoom where people can come and just get energy healed, do energy healings and do energy shifting and processes and learn practical tools. And during one of those, uh, it was actually my son's birthday at the time. So they like to say it's their birthday too. Um, all of a sudden my consciousness like went out. Like I could hear them, but if I was to tell you what happened that day, my entire, I said what it felt like is my entire body went over the chair And I was kind of just like listening to this guidance that then I knew the guidance. I knew who it was. It wasn't surprising, 
but it was, they were now speaking through me. Uh, my consciousness was aside instead of me being fully conscious, like I am right now with you, you know, and hearing them and then translating, they were just like, Oh, move aside. We, you know, it was, they had stuff to say. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we've been, we've been shifting everything with Christy and the council since, and it's been remarkable to see people heal in all aspects of their lives, whether it's their own bodies and many different ailments from migraines to hips, to cancer, to, uh, hormone issues, mm-hmm. to, uh, money issues, to relationship issues, to uh, just the list goes on and on. So it's just, I'm, I'm very, so blessed and very grateful and, and I'm grateful to be here with you. I'm glad, I'm glad that you're here too. Now, what happens, I mean, people do, like you say, people do get into a, tend to get into a mindset where things aren't going so well for them. You know, how hard is it to get somebody out of that mindset? Because I know a lot of people, once they get into that mindset, it's just like the blinders are on. It's practice. It, it really is practice. And that's what I love about the councils because they teach practical things, such as the first thing I always say is, is in order to really be aware self-aware, self-actualized, mm-hmm. we have to start somewhere. How do we start? We start mm-hmm. with watching our words. And years ago, I was guided to create a program. Your listeners, it's free to your listeners. They can go to watchyourwords.com. It's a free 30-day video program where you get a word or a phrase every day that we talked about lack, right? It's like, mm-hmm. these are words or phrases that literally get pulled down into negativity that create more negative momentum, which then create negative circumstances and situations and events in our lives. If our words start the creation process, and I'm not a big big biblical person, but it does say in the Bible, in the beginning, there was the word. That's that's how creation starts. If we're saying words or phrases that are pulling our energy down and don't make us feel good or constrict us or don't allow us to flow with the energy, It'd be good to know the rules of the game, right? It'd be good to know what are those words so that we can then shift them and understand why it's important to do that. So this is a a gift for all of your listeners, but starting with your words, when you say, oh, I should do that. I should, I should have done that. Does that feel good or does that feel bad? Right? Right. Should. Oh, you should have did that. You should have done that. You, you know, you could have done that, right? Mm-hmm. It, like that languaging, oh, I, I, I just miss that person. Well, you might miss them. They're, maybe you're going to see them in five minutes. But when you're like, ooh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing them. Mm-hmm. It's a very different energy from I really miss them to I'm really looking forward to being with them. Looking forward to something, right? Right. Right. I've told people, you know, even in my life, I've run into people that have told me because I'm a dreamer. I've always been a dreamer. And I have a couple of friends that will go, you're an adult now. You can't dream. You have to, you have to live your life now. You know, you're set in this path. And I'm like, no, because if we don't have dreams, then what is there? You know, if we don't have those goals to shoot for. Well, that's why the council and I wrote, mainly the council, the, the book, my, our latest book is called The Desire Factor. And because desires are given to us, they're given mm-hmm. to us. A desire is an opportunity for growth, for enjoyment, for expansion. It's who we get to become in the process of attaining the desire. Mm-hmm. And whether it's a desire to have a meal you know, or it's a desire to find a partner or have a baby or, you know, it, some would say, oh, some desires are good and other desires are bad. Well, right. when a desire is motivated because you're insecure and, you know, you're, you're coming from the energy of insecurity, it doesn't mean the desire is bad, but it usually, again, what you give out comes back, that desire is unfulfilling. But when you're coming from a place of, I am in partnership with the divine, and mm-hmm. that the divine gave me this desire, this goal, this idea, right? right? Then you get to flow and work and, and co-create with the divine and it, you expand, you become different. Like life becomes, you become more full of life. So you're living more from your love body instead of your pain body. What is energy transference? 
I mean, my understanding of it is like with with what I do as a ghost hunter is you have your you, you have your um, energy vampires that that you know if they if they're if they're negative they're they're going to suck that positive energy out of you or, or pass it on. Is it similar to that? Is yes, and it's understanding what energy transference really is. So you know, all of us are energy receivers. We're receiving in energy all the time. Every time we breathe in, we're receiving in energy, right? We're, we're energy receivers, we're energy transmitters. So a lot of times when you hear about law of attraction, it's like, oh yeah, what you're sending out comes back to you. But there's more to that story. Yes, that's part of it. What you're sending out is part of your consciousness. And where does part of your, where does your consciousness come from? It comes from are you connected to the three, the things of the attachments of the third dimensional world, things you're afraid of, things that you're worried about, or are you connected to the energy of already feeling the contentment, the joy, the freedom, the, you know, whatever energy it is that you want, mm -hmm. but we are all energy receivers. It's designed that way. And when we are filled with a higher energy, it's almost impossible to have someone like an energy vampire, right? Someone that comes and sucks your energy or even get influenced by somebody else's negative energy because you're full. Okay. But what are most of us taught? Don't be full of yourself. Actually, this is the worst advice ever. If you're full of yourself, you're full of your energy, you're full of that love. If you're full of love, you have so much more love to give. You're, mm -hmm. you're coming from, you're, you're, you're giving from the saucer, not the cup. You're giving from the overflow. And when you're coming from the place where you are in fullness of that higher energy, mm -hmm. then when other people come around, higher energy always wins, as the council says. But what energy transference is, is someone says something or does something and that energy then goes out, right? The right. other person can then hear it, see it, sense it, and then it, boom, affects them. And what do they do with it? I got to call my mom or I got to call my friend. And then they start, blah. And then that energy transfers to the friend, right? And it's like a, it, it just continues to transfer. Okay. And the thing in order to get rid of the energy that you pick up from people, it could be on the subway. It could be, you know, you're driving down the road and you're in a good mood, hearing a good song and someone cuts you off that, you know, it's like that, that energy transference. He was in a, he or she was in an angry mood, did something out of behavior with a behavior from the consciousness of anger. And then you, you felt the wave of that energy you know, and it's like, geez, what a jerk. You know, now you're judging, feeling bad. It feels bad to judge instead of feeling good and listening to your music. So energy is always moving. It's always in form. And when we can feel, hey, I'm a little off. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling good. I'm in lack. When we can just simply just pause for a minute, don't have to go meditate in an ashram for three hours at a time. We just close our eyes, turn inward, take a breath. Just imagine that you're breathing in light. Imagine you're bringing in the energy that you want to feel. Success, freedom, passion, purpose, whatever that is. But you're breathing in light. Just breathe it in on the count of four. And then breathe out any energy that isn't light. Breathe out any doubt, fear, whatever negative energy, any resistance on the out breath. And then do it again. Just allow yourself to breathe in light, imagining that you are rising up in a higher dimension of light, like you are lifting up higher in light. Mm -hmm. And then just let whatever energy doesn't feel good on the out breath, anything that's not of light, anything that's not of success, anything that's not of freedom or peace or harmony, just letting that energy release from your physical body. And just taking a moment to just even fill up like that mm -hmm. or when you have someone or something that bushwhacks you in the middle of your day, right. if you could just pause and let yourself feel the energy of compassion. Compassion, I think, is one of the biggest lessons, the keys, one of the biggest things that um, the council is helping people integrate with is because if we have 
compassion for ourselves, if we feel stressed, mm -hmm. if we feel worried about something, if we're bumping up against something that's, you know, we want to be a dreamer, but got to face reality, got to face responsibility, right. right? These things are in my, they're in my face. They're, they're causing pain in my life. If you can allow yourself to feel compassion, not sorry for, because powerlessness, victim, sorry for your, you know, feeling sorry for yourself, that, that's a very low level vibration, mm -hmm. but compassion is that neutralizer between lack and abundance. It's that doorway, feeling compassion, just feeling like, you know, that did not feel good. And just letting yourself feel comforted. That even the level of satisfaction in your life, looking for positive aspects, you know, you might think about gratitude or appreciation, but it's that doorway opens up to more feel good feelings, emotions, experiences, energy, and the more solid you can get in that vibration, then your energy transference with other people, you'll be an influencer instead of being influenced. That's a true influencer. influencer. Is there a way to put a, uh, a block on you so that the negative energy doesn't come in? I mean, like in the psychic development classes, I teach about the, the, that, that white bubble that people can expand around them and stuff to, to keep to, to keep the baddies out, so to say. Is yes. there a way to do that to do this during, like during the day, like you're out driving, like you say, you're driving down the freeway and some some dude with a bad attitude cut, cut you off or something? Is there a way to pr protect a bubble or something around you? It, there is, and I and I love this because it's allowing yourself to feel like even five feet beyond your body mm -hmm. is to feel the energy, like this huge, huge, like like almost like you're in the center of one of those huge hamster wheels. Right. If you've ever seen those kids things at kids party, people get in it and it looks like they're in a big, huge, like the huge bubble that when you walk, it goes with you. And when you imagine that, you can imagine that that bubble is getting filled up. And so now maybe you're at a different part of your day and you're going into a business meeting or you're going to, you know, have a deal, a sponsor for your show or, you know, something that has to do with the energy and the outcome of success. You can imagine that you're filling up the, the entire bubble with the energy of success. Maybe it's a gold color to represent success, but it's the energy that you're marinating in. And that in, its, of, in and of itself is the protection because other people's energy can't get in when you're in that fullness and you filled yourself up, right? And then maybe you get back in your car or you're about to go home or you're just, you're about to go to the gym or you're going to, whatever is the next part of your day, just to sit there and, and let yourself feel yourself and say, okay, what do I want to feel for this next? I want to feel peace. I just want to feel, I just want to feel groovy. I just want to feel content. I just want to feel peace mm -hmm. and let yourself just fill up that entire bubble with the energy of peace. But it's like imagining that there's like a membrane of this bubble. So it allows you, it's like a less, less of a protection. Yes, it does that, but more of a filtration system where other energies can't get in as easy and that you can continue to fill up yours and be, and stay in the energy that you, you want to be in. Okay. Interesting. And let's talk about negative people for, for a little bit here. Oh, um, do we have to? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, if you have people around you that are negative, well, what's your advice? You know, if you're trying to keep that positive attitude and there's always, you know, you've you got friends or whatever that, that have that negativity, is it better to get away, to stay away from them? Or are you able to, to just, like you say, go off into your own thing for a while and then just wash that off, you know? And, you know, I, I think all relationships are not created equal. So there's some relationships where you might benefit it to not be in relationship with them anymore, to not hang on to the relationship if it's not serving you. But if it's a relationship that is important to you, like people ask me all the time, I mean, my mom and dad are the most, ne I would put them in a contest with any negative person on the planet. I will do a negative person contest and my mom and dad will win. And they're very negative, but they're also my mom and dad. And they're also 86 and they're 90. So I'm, and, and they've been negative all their lives. It's not like people are like, oh, they're just old. It's like, no, it's more amplified now, but they've been like that my whole, I've known them like that the whole entire life. And 
yet I'm not going to cut them out of my life. But what I do with my mom and my dad, and I have a story about this, um, during 2020, I was delivering food to my mom and dad. And as soon as my mom opened up the door, she and my dad are bickering and yelling at each other. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is going to be a really short visit. So I decide instead of trying to play ref, like I did when I was a kid, I decided to just sit down and let myself feel compassion, compassion that I have to watch this from people that have been married for 65 years. They supposedly love, supposedly love each other. And yet they're arguing like this. And it was just a, just a warm blanket of compassion. And then I started feeling compassion for that younger kid in me who, who had to watch all those or hear, who, you know, didn't have the awareness that I have now and just let her feel compassion. And then I started feeling grateful. I've started feeling grateful for the fact that I didn't create a marriage like that and that I have a very different energy atmosphere for my kids and, you know, just, just feeling that gratitude. And all of a sudden the two of them sat, came, they stopped arguing. They came over to the table, they sat down and the conversation changed. We, I was there probably a good hour and a half. One of the deepest conversations I've ever had with my parents to this day since my entire life. And what changed the energy was the energy. It was bringing in the energy of compassion and gratitude and love that caused them to rise up to a higher vibration. And even now when I, when I need to, or want to, or, you know, call my mom and she was just in the hospital. She just got home today. You know, she, she, is tends to be very theatrical and dramatic and, and goes on and on. And, and she likes pity and, and all that. And, you know, I want to show that I'm caring, but I also don't want to buy into the drama and buy into the negativity. So I find that when I could just say to her, what well, it helps her and I'm, I'm truthful and meaning this, but for, I'm coming from a compassion energy. It's like, I'm sorry you're going through this and I'll pray for you. And she then, thank, thank you. I'll take those prayers, right? And, and, and then that seems to shift her. But I'm not doing it to shift her. I'm doing it so that I am feeling compassion, not judgment about her, mm-hmm. right? Instead of, God, she's so dramatic or, oh, my God, or, or feeling like, oh, my God, I freaked out about it. I'm allowing myself to stay in compassion for this myself that has an older parent. It's not fun to watch your parents go through, you know, some elderly things in life. And having that compassion for myself, while I also then have compassion for her and my dad, it allows me to stay in a positive vibration so that I'm not going down. Mm-hmm. Now, is it okay, like, like like you were talking about earlier, about making a list for yourself of the goals, that, the, the, the dreams, you know, that, that you want that, that, that to get to? Because I know there's like, like sometimes you might have friends around you that don't understand what you're doing. You know, they, they don't get it. Yeah. You know, they see you as, oh, my God, you're so involved with what you're doing. You don't care about anything else. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, I've had people that I was just thinking about that today. I had a person that was in my business where when I was focused and doing things, she was kind of like, you know, pulling on the, the skirt going, I need your attention. And it wasn't anything that, you know, she just wanted attention. And, and no matter how much attention I gave her, it was just never enough. And it was draining then to the point where it's like, I can't focus on what I'm doing in, in the business because I'm needing to then pump you up. And, you know, it, it, it can be very draining. And so um, what I find when that happens, and I'm just seeing this happen in my life right now, when I'm recommitted to the energy that I want to feel, when I'm recommitted to feeling good, to feeling joy, to, you know, feeling success or abundance, being in alignment with my divine design. When I'm in alignment with light, those negative people tend to spiral out of my life and or the relationship shifts or something else. But like I said, or I have to do the shifting. Maybe it's like with my mom, right? I'm not willing to have her not in my life. So I need to have a different approach. And I know she's not changing. You know, so I need to change my approach. Believe me, I have tried so many times. That woman is stubborn. She is not going to change no matter how many times I tell her she needs to. (laughs) Kidding. 
but you know she she's you don't know (laughs) no definitely not and if she did she'd be laughing because she'd be she'd be agreeing with me she's she's that's who she is so if I'm going to change the relationship, she's not going to change it. I am. And so I'm willing to bring a different, different energy to that relationship and continue to fine tune it so that the relationship works for both of us. Right, 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 right. Tell me about the divine council now, because I mean, what is the the, the divine council? Well, I would prefer to go get them and you can ask that question to them. How's that? That sounds great. Okay. Okay, thank you. We are here. Hello, everyone. Hello, delights. We are very happy to be invited to this party. We are... The we've got many names. Our friends like to call us the council. When it gets formal, really formal, it's the Divine Quantum Council of Light. We sound so very official with all of those names. When others are talking, they're talking about Christy and the council. But who are we? We are high energetic vibrational beings of light. We have been termed as ascended masters. We have been termed as light angels. We have been termed as light consciousness that is streaming through a human being in their consciousness. Now, where is Christy right now? She is not here. If you were to ask her, what did they talk about? Or what did you talk about with the council? She wouldn't know what to tell you. She is off taking a little snoozer. And it developed quite quickly because we over the years have been her guides and giving her guidance. And the more she listens, like any of you human beings, the more you listen and you follow the, when it feels good and it feels like truth and it feels like there's power to that. All of that, every human being has, but all of that gets masked by your traumas or bushwhacks or imprints. So we help human beings release those bushwhacks, those programmings that, don't, that do not serve, anything that feels limited or in lack, anything that does not feel good. We get you back into alignment with the one that does, and that is the stream of higher energy and higher consciousness. So we really see we've been watching humanity for a while now, and We have a willing participant to live a life where we get to come through her. She is the messenger for the council and very much lives her life and is willing to be guided in all things and is also a mother of two and a a wife and, and has a business and friends and has a social life. She's one that we chose because she takes these energy mastery techniques And she puts them into practical process, practice. And so we teach courses with Christy, like quantum energy mastery, where this is the first, we don't like the word course, but the first experience that we had Christy put out into the world as Christy and the council, because it is so imperative that all of you human beings learn how to master your energy. What is energy? It's everything. It's life. It's your divine. How do you do? How do you master energy, the the life force within you that says you're alive? How do you know you're alive? How do you know you're alive and not dead? If there was a paramedic that was going to come, they would see. Well, you're conscious. You're speaking. You're talking. You 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 are not. You're you're speaking words. You're having a conversation, a intelligent conversation, asking answering questions that make sense you know the month is your heart beating clearly it is so the brain's working the heart's beating the blood is pumping there's air going in and out of the lungs these are all signs that you are alive well what is underneath all of those signs it's life 
Because when life leaves the body, none of those things work. The brain isn't working. The mouth isn't functioning. The heart isn't working. The, the lungs are not doing anything. The blood ceases to even mm, flow or pump or go anywhere. There's no life force. That's energy. Some religions and spiritual practices call it God or Allah or, or mm, the one or Christ consciousness or divine or Susie or infinite intelligence or universe. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's all energy and it's all for you. And so when you learn how to utilize this energy that is in complete opulence, that is in complete full supply, unlimited, full potentiality, when you learn how to utilize that energy to create a feeling sense for yourself, you then create your reality, your outer reality from that energy. So it's pretty important to know that. So how do you take practical things that happen in day-to-day -day life? Because you're talking, counsel about big esoteric light and blah 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 Well, I got bills to pay. I'm looking for a partner. I'm tired of feeling lonely. I've got something wrong with my head or my hormones or I really feel stuck at work. I don't know passion and I hate what I do and I can't pay the bills. And I, we get it. That's why we're here to help because healing is possible. What is healing? Healing is going from one vibration to another in any subject. And when you do, when you're shifting your vibration, you shift your reality. So, who are we? Who are you? No, we kid. We are ascended masters that are here to teach about quantum energy mastery. And we do that through the configuration or through the container, through the messenger that is the woman that you spoke to before. That is Christy Whitman. Very interesting. Do you have a special, uh, any spe special message for humanity? We have many special messages for humanity. Follow light. Light is always there to guide you. Whatever feels like the most lit up, open, feel good path, that's evidence of light. And that always exists. Many people have a perspective that there's only one way or that they're stuck. And it's just not true. So we would say, start focusing more on what you do want. What do you want? Why? Do you want it? Because when you start asking yourself, ooh, I want that. Why do I want that? Oh, because I want to feel something. Well, then there you go. Feel it. Feel the energy. Heal the emotions. Understand emotional intelligence. Emotions are not really that scary. You're all taught to freak out about them. And you all mask them and suppress them really, really well so you don't have to feel them but it's really not working out for you. It's just easier if you feel yourself for 90 seconds, let the energy and the emotions pass through you, and then you can align with your natural state of feeling good. You are all here. Each and every one of you came in this physical life experience for one reason and one reason only. And it's not that deep. We're sorry to disappoint you. It's to thrive and to feel good. How many are there of you? We are a collection of consciousness. So we don't have, oh, we're nine or we're 11 or we're 54. We are an infinite collection. And your, your angels or your similar angels? We, you could call us angels. We, you could call us guides. You could call us masters. We are, in the biggest sense, we are beings of light. Are you the spirit guides that come to us when we meditate? Well, there are others that do. So what we'd like to tell you is this. Every single one of you has your entire team or an orchestra. Or what we like to say to Christy is, and to our clients is those of you that know or have ever seen a huge football field, whether it's on TV or you've ever been to a football field or maybe a huge stadium like Madison Square Garden or Wembley Stadium or someplace like this. If you've ever been there, seen that, 
imagine that you are center stage or that you are in the center of the 50 yard line. Nobody else is there in the center except for you. You are the only one on that stage. And every single seat, all the bleachers, as far as the eyes can see, as far as seats are in that auditorium, all of them are there, each of them there to support you in light. So you have rows upon rows upon rows of angels, of guides, of masters, and you have them for every topic. We like to say there's four sections of four different topics of your divine design. You've got angels, guides, masters, fairies of the universe, ancient ones, and the list goes on and on. Teams that are there for your help and continuous flow and understanding of well-being or abundance or success or love or support. You've got teams, rows and rows. This is how much light support all of you humans have. And yet many of you feel separated from a spiritual connection and feel that you're alone or that you're doing it alone or that you're out on by yourself and who can you turn to or you feel lonely or you've lost faith because for whatever reason, light or God or divine let you down and those points in time when you got let down, when you got imprinted, those are the places to start and to heal because that's what's consuming most of your life force energy. So look, my, my mother, when I was growing up, used to say that there, that there was good, good energy on one shoulder and good and bad energy on the other shoulder. Is that what it's like or, or is the energy, good energy around us all the time? Good energy is around you all the time. Yes, that image of there's either the angel or the devil on the shoulder. And Christy's youngest son, when he was about five years old, he said to her, Mommy, I feel that I have bad soldiers in my head and they're drowning out the good soldiers. What do I do? And she said, well, let's fuel up the good soldiers. Let's tell the good soldiers, let's arm them and fill them up. So let's start telling the good soldiers some stuff. Let's start telling Alex some good stuff about himself. So he would say, I am free. I am powerful. I am valuable. I am love. I have purpose. I have passion. I am good. I'm on and on and on. And so the more of those good soldiers that were filled in light and they were revved up, there was momentum going with that, then he could hear more of his good soldiers. But if he let himself continue to hear and believe the bad soldiers were drowning out the good ones. So it's like that. Do you have uh, other messengers also? No, we do not. We are exclusive as a collection to, we're, to speaking through Christy in this particular way. Okay, okay. There's other parts of us, because we're beings of light, where there are other channelers, there are other messengers of light all over the planet at different times and configurations. And so there we are not the only one, but the collection that comes through and the co-creation, let's say it, between Christy raising her vibration in order to receive us and us needing to lower our vibration in order to be able to mix, to deliver this message to all of you. There are others that are doing that. They are just not doing it as the particular ray of the sun that we are. Thank you so much. I appreciate it out to speak with me we are delighted thank you so much for asking and thank you for having this wonderful show and we want to leave all of you with one understanding this understanding was one of the first things and christy had been doing this work for many years as she shared her story and her journey of being an author and a speaker and and a, a coach and a healer well mm, she she evolved 
she has evolved. And will all of you, when you follow light, you continue to evolve. You open up to more of your own innate wisdom. You open up to more of your own innate power. You open up to more of your intuition. You open up to more love that is in you and more joy. And one thing for her, when she opened up to us in this way, one thing that shifted her in a way that she can't even put into words is understanding how all the mistakes of the past, all the feeling of not being good enough or not needing to be loved, and therefore I need to do something in order to be loved, all of that went away when she started to feel what we are about to tell you. Each of you are infinitely love. Infinitely. Be well, dear ones. Allow yourselves to receive in a nice downpouring of light. Just letting yourself open up to a new higher energy, feeling the vibration. Whatever energy you want to bring into your body, just letting yourself fill up with light. How was that? That was incredible. Yay. They're pretty awesome. <laughs> are, you, are you tired after doing that? Or no, I'm energized. I was going to say. Yeah, I'm energized because it just, it's like a nine volt battery going through my, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was interesting. A nice 10 minute interview with them. That, that was awesome. Thank you. Good. Well, thank you for inviting us. Thank you. Um, What's the message you have for everybody out there? I mean, you know, you got your positives and negatives. There's so much going on in the world right now. So what message do you want people to know? We can choose. A lot of times it doesn't feel like we can, but we actually can choose how we want to feel, how we want to think, how we want to believe, what we want to perceive. We, we choose all that. That's our free will. Mm-hmm. And even though something could be stressful or could cause anxiety, or maybe you learned that this certain situation causes anxiety or causes stress or that there's something to be worried about. When you start to feel faith, when you start to use your third eye as your faith portals, the council says, when you start to focus on what you want and why you want it and how you want to feel and you allow yourself to fill up, shift by shift, you're going to feel better. And you're going to see that lack, no matter where we learned it or what our past has been, lack of limitation never feel good because we are unlimited beings. We have the the unlimited divine breathing us. We are designed to be expansive, unlimited beings and lack is not part of our nature. And when we feel lack, we don't feel good. When we feel abundance, we feel good. And that really is about mastering your own energy. We have master classes that people can go and watch and go to quantumenergymastery.com. These are classes that you can take to learn practical things to do to be able to master our energy because it's it's a totally different way of life. We have a choice in how we want to perceive something. First thing counsel ever said, when they came through is there are no problems. There's only perception of problems. What's next for you? I'm doing it. This is next for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm just enjoying, you know, I've got a lot of orbiting around me, elderly parents, younger kids. So Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of surfing and orbiting around all the things that are, uh, that are happening right now. And I'm just feeling grateful. Being very, very grateful. Any more books on the horizon? Oh, I'm sure. But, you know, the the books I have, The Desire Factor is my seventh book. And Mm -hmm. um, when the download comes, that's when I know if there's going to be a new book. So right now we're just coasting. Uh, No no new books right now. I think maybe a parenting book is kind of bubbling up, but that's about parenting and law of attraction. But sure, absolutely. Um, Let's see. I'm thinking one more question. And this is kind of a crazy question, but uh, I ask people this pretty consistently. You're on the strip in Las Vegas. 
and there's people that have similar program, you know, similar stuff to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. How do you bring people in to listen to you? That's a great question. Really great question. Um, I just sit here in authenticity and just speak the truth and people come to me. So, you know, that I, I'm not out to um, try to wave people over or, you know, get someone's attention. It's all based on attraction. What are you going to say? Grab him by the neck. <laughs> Grab him by the neck, slack him on the butt. You know, it's Vegas after all. But, you know, we're, we're buttless, buttless uh, chaps, you know. You know, there, there's lots of things. but that they, that they pass out on the street, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. That's Christy, thank you so much for coming on. It was great. And thank I you for having me. I'd like to get you on again sometime, you know, so we can talk more about this stuff. It was really impressive, and I I do thank you. Thank you so much. Love to come back on anytime. Thank you. Where can people find you? You can go to christywhitman.com. You can go to watchyourwords.com, or you can go to quantumenergymastery.com. Fair enough. Well, thank you, and you have a good rest of your evening, okay? Thanks, everyone. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. We learned a lot tonight. That was incredible. And I can, I can, I can tell you, um, I have worked with channelers before and she, 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 that, that's channeling. That's channeling right there. Karen Clark, someday we'll, someday we'll, uh, get Karen back on to talk about her, her channeling abilities and that way you can kind of compare the two. But if you're interested in this sort of thing, laws of attraction, it does work. I mean, positivity to think positive. I mean, it, it really, really does work. You know, sometimes like I, like I, like I asked Chrissy about being really focused and what you want to do. And sometimes you will push people away from you because of that. They don't understand that that's what you're focused on. To them, you're just ignoring them or, or you're, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Anyway, tomorrow is Friday. So it's Nancy Matt's Friday. And we're going to be talking about ghosts. And not just any ghosts. We're going to be talking about ghosts. But we're going to be, Nancy wants to talk about how you don't become a ghost. Whatever that means. It's even new for me. So it's definitely. She's got a topic going on that that I'm going to be learning stuff, too. All right, so uh, check us out tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Nancy and talk about ghosts. Um, If you're watching from Facebook again and you like the show, be sure to follow follow California Haunts Radio. Follow me. Follow me. Because I'm looking for followers. We've got, I think we've got 1,300 followers over on Facebook. Looking to expand. I'm also on Instagram as Ghosty Gal. We're looking to expand our followers on on, on Instagram as well. I uh, put a lot of a lot of stuff over there. Uh, Twitter or Cal uh, Hunts on Twitter. Uh, TikTok we're California Hunts on TikTok. See, we're everywhere. You can't you can't get rid of us. Okay, and we're also on Twitch. So if you're into gaming, we're over there too. If you want to check the shows out. Anyway, I want to thank you all for coming. If you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. Equal opportunity here at California Haunts Radio. And again, at the bottom, I've got that uh, ticker running. And that's because uh, we don't take any money to do investigations or anything like that. So uh, I'm self-supporting all this stuff. So if something breaks, like my laptop, my mic, my headphones, whatever, it has to come out of my pocket to fix. Even the equipment the paranormal team uses, I have to fix it and pay for it. You know, tripods. Oh, my God, people go through tripods and people change their minds, let me tell you. But anyway, if you could help me out a little bit to help pay for my internet fees and keep the show on the air, that would be great. You can do that at paypal.me at California Haunts. Or if you're uncomfortable with PayPal, there's Venmo. And then just type in California Haunts. But I want to thank each and every one of you for coming tonight. And I will definitely see you tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. But before we go, I'm going to go ahead and run Christy's uh, contact information and where you can get her books and all that good stuff. So here we go. All right, websites, christywhitman.com or thedesirefactor.com. And remember, she's got some freebies for you over there, so check it out. And, of course, the books Quantum Success and The Desire Factor, and she's got some other books out. However, these are the ones that are more connected to the show. Books, Amazon.com, or check them out at her websites because I I know they're over there because I was checking that out, too. Okay, I will see you tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Have a good evening, guys.